0: stand in front of the mirror, but I don't like who's looking back at me, wish I could see things clearer, oh, like who I'm supposed to be in every trial, lift me higher, through the fire, hold me tight.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Rise Up here on LFA TV. It looks like we've got almost 500 people watching already on Rumble. Thank you so very much. I'm a child of the Most High God. What a great song by Ben Fuller. The greatest line, I think, of that song is, You gave up everything so i could have everything if that's not what a father or a mother would do for a child i mean that doesn't that sound exactly like what you would do for your child you gave up everything so i could have everything it's who i am i left who i was at the altar i left who i was behind it's who i am now that matters so many mistakes I've made in my life so many sins. So many times I've blasphemed the name of the Lord. So many bad decisions that I've made. But that's not who I am now. And if I make a bad decision now, or I sin now, or I make a mistake now, then it's so quickly, um, so quickly fixed because all I have to do is go to my Father in heaven. And make amends and say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And every time you do it, your mistakes get further and further apart. Your bad decisions get further and further apart. More peace becomes part of your life, more joy becomes part of your life. I'm child of a Mosai God, and you gave up everything so I could have everything. Now some people are saying, has it started yet? I recommend you refresh. If you're ever four minutes past the show and it's not on, I definitely recommend you refresh. Folks, we have now over 700 people watching Thank you so very much. Salty Debbie said, Jeremy, I have the same T-shirt that you're wearing right now. That's my Armor of God T-shirt, baby. We've got plenty of them on JeremyHerald.com, black and white, and others too. Uh, go check them out. Got my Armor of God T-shirt, and thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, he died for us, and I love him so much. Uh, Katie, that's such a wonderful thing to say. You know, just a, some, something as simple as saying, he died for us, and I love him so much. He died for us, and I love him so much. Uh, What we're going to do today, folks, is we're going to get that rumble chat here on in a minute. So if you can please uh, let let us know who you are and where you're from and how much you enjoy this morning's show, that would be quite wonderful. But uh, you're right, Super Trucker, we are dirty sinners. And everything that happened to Jesus, we deserve. Think about that every day when you wake up. When you wake up every day and you think that you can save yourself or that you are self-righteous or that you are so great or so wonderful, remember that those videos... Uh, that you see of Jesus being beaten and tortured—that is what you actually deserve, no matter how good you think you are. Big shout out to Kong. Good morning, L. Dooley is in the building. Thank you. Kong says, "Let's go, rise up, brother Jeremy, rise up, brother Kong. Love you, man. God bless you. Lord Fishy is in the building. Marilyn, how are you? Good morning, Cindy Lou. Who says I'm wearing my uh, One Nation Under Armor of God T-shirt? That's awesome. I love when we're all like unified. Just ordered my Bible thanks to you, Jeremy. Well, thank you, too. God bless you. I appreciate that, and I'm so very happy that you've got one coming on the way. Christina from Florida, the land of free. How you doing? Diana watching from uh, Wisconsin. Good to see you. Janice. From Pennsylvania is in the building, everybody. CZ from Illinois, good to see you. Alyssa from PA as well. Lori, my husband got an armor of God hat for Christmas. Wears it all the time now. Hello from upstate New York. Well, you know the good thing about wearing your armor of God stuff or anything that points to God is that you can spread the gospel without even speaking a word. That is why we did it. That's why we made this stuff. So you could feel strong with that armor of God on and you could point it out to everybody so everybody could just read it. Uh, A new commandment I give to you is to love one another as I have loved you. Wow. Amazing. John 1334. Amazing. Purple Snowflake said, love this show. And Andy says, please pray for me going for my third surgery in eight months. God is with me. Andy Henry we will pray for you. And matter of fact, we'll pray for you right now. Everybody, please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's go to the Lord for, in prayer, not only for this show, but everybody who's here watching and those who are having a hard time around the world, those who are going in for surgery like Andy. Uh, let's go to prayer now. Our Father in heaven. Lord, we thank you so very much for this time. We thank you so very much for being alive during this time. So many great things are happening around the world. So many miracles that you are showing your people. And yet most people have their eyes closed and their ears covered. Most people do not see that miracles are still being done today like miracles were done back in the days of Jesus and the Israelites. Uh, Lord, thank you so very much for opening our eyes and uncovering our ears. Thank you so much for sending Jesus to find us as we were the sheep astray, looking for our shepherd. Thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to have peace and joy, to experience kindness and comfort and love and forgiveness, things that only a Christian can understand. Lord, we thank you so very much for giving us the physical, the spiritual and the financial ability to help others who are in need, Lord. And we pray for those that are suffering from finances, loss of finances, lack of finances today, that they will come into their own and that you will bless them, Lord, and take care of their bills. Lord, we also ask that you be with the folks. Uh, as your name, Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, those children of God that are going through surgery and that are in the hospital. Those who, that have been in the hospital for months going through uh, surgery and getting better. Lord, we pray that you are with them on this day, on this January 6th, year of our Lord, 2023. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you know, folks, that the very first time that I ever prayed online, on air, on a live video, was with my brother from another mother, Will Johnson, Back in the day when myself and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Will Johnson and Ben Berkwam and so many of us ran the streets together trying to save America, trying to make America great again, how, how different life is for all of us. But it was it was Will Johnson. It was Will Johnson who I always called my John the Baptist. He prepared the way for me to uh, uh, to be found. And uh, I'll never forget that. But, uh, you know, every time that I pray today. Um, any word on getting pastor Greg on, he has some news to pass on and promote. Well, I've actually reached out to pastor Greg Locke a lot lately and I have not re- received a, uh, word back. Uh, matter of fact, uh, when I left real America's voice news, uh, there was a lot of people that, uh, at the same time wouldn't reach back out to me. So, you know, you can just, you could just, uh, bet or guess what happened there. Uh, but I have no animosity and no dislike for anybody, as a matter of fact, I am right where I am supposed to be, and it was the steps that I took that the Lord showed me. It was the path that the Lord showed me to get here, and that went through many different platforms and many different, uh, you know, different streaming platforms as well. But here we are, and it's just truly awesome, and I'm and I'm so glad to be able to share my path with Jesus with you every morning because that's what this show is. Rise up is my path with Jesus. Sharing with you what I hear, what I see, how I get uh, led every day. And I, and I just thank you all for being here. And also for chatting in the chat, rumbling and sharing as well. Everybody needs the gospel. You sp- sharing this video is you sharing the gospel. And uh, you guys in here, we have conversation. We have debate, sometimes heated, sometimes not. Why do I tear up during prayer, said Purple Snowflake? Oh, uh, Wilson, I know, I know, I know that's not, I'm not saying that he's like avoiding me on purpose. I'm just saying I was just correlating that with other people I've been trying to get to as well. He'll come back on, he'll come back on. But um, why do you cry every time you tear up? Well, you cry every time you tear up. The same reason I cry every time that I see Jesus get tortured. When you, when you, when you pray, you are close to God. And if you think you tear up when you pray, wait till you get to heaven and you're face to face with Jesus. Imagine that feeling, tears of joy. Now, folks, I titled today's show, Everyone is Looking for Peace. Everyone is looking for peace. Is that not true? I mean, we hear world leaders say it, whether they believe it or not, whether they want it or not. We see even the beauty pageant people, the Miss America people. I want world peace, right? Everybody wants peace. They want world peace. They want individual peace. Everybody wants peace. But before we get to our devotional today, I must ask you, how do you find peace? How do you find peace? And I could promise you this. If you are not a child of God, and you are not a godly person, and you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, then the only peace that you ever get is temporary peace. Patriot Johnson said, going to order my Rise Up coffee after work. As a matter of fact, I enjoyed a wonderful, wonderful cup of American pecan right before this show, and now I'm drinking decaf, as a matter of fact, because uh, I, you know, my, time, my timeline was off a little bit today. But uh, that American pecan or American pecan, depending on where you are, is my favorite. Now, I'm not a dark roast guy, but uh, the Sumatra Gold, the dark roast, if you're if you're a dark roast guy, uh, guy or girl, that is a deep, deep, deep flavor. You're going to love the Sumatra Gold. Um, but if anybody is out there looking for peace and it's not with Jesus, then it's only going to be temporary peace. It's only going to be temporary peace. It's almost the difference between happiness and joy is the difference between temporary and eternal peace. Okay? Uh, Linda Raker said, Jeremy, what is this year's theme? Last year's theme was joy. That's a good question. I did not even think about that. I did not even think about that. We're actually going to pick a... I want us today on Rise Up, if you're in the comment section of Rumble here today, today we are going to pick the theme of this year, and we are going to stick by that theme. Last year, it was joy. I want you. No, I don't have a decaf of Rise Up. Not yet. I'm just drinking decaf regular coffee. I want you guys to pick the, uh, the theme of today. So we're going to pick that uh, in, in later on in the show, right after we do the verse of the day. How about that? How about that? All right. Let's go to our uh, morning devotional today. Uh, as always, we're going to read from One Minute Prayer for Dads. And, uh, this book, I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I, as I thumb through this book, I'm looking at other, you know, these pages I'm very familiar with cause I've, I've read them all and there's no day by day with this book. You just go through it. Um, but I always open the book up and I, and I get to the page and I want to go and I'm just kind of, I'm thumbing through these and I'm like, wow, I remember that. I remember the first time seeing that. I remember the first time seeing that. Uh, but today We're going to read this one. And I smiled because I remember the first time I read this one. uh, Trusting in God's sovereignty. So trusting in God's sovereignty. Remember that. Now, you guys are probably going to throw out themes throughout the show. But uh, uh, as you throw them out, remember them. Because we're going to keep them for the end. And then we're going to pick one. Okay? Now, today, trusting in God's sovereignty. As we keep everyone is looking for peace. As the title of the day, Proverbs 16.9 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Though God is never surprised, sometimes we are. And yet God is the one at work in us every day. He watches over us with great care, and his sovereignty is our ally in life as dads. Since nothing surprises God, nothing should shake us when it happens, God is always in control, no matter what. Now, how many of us can say that we felt completely at peace over these last two years while we've politically fought in this country and spiritually fought? I mean, we're fighting a spiritual battle just as much as we're fighting a political battle. Probably so actually, I know a lot more. But how many of you can say that I kept peace throughout that whole time? Well, if you are. Uh, If you know that you have sovereignty in the Lord and you are trusting the Lord wherever you go, then uh, you should be able to find peace in any situation. And you know what? As I'm thinking about it, I really like this year's uh, theme being peace. But that's just my, that's my, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm throwing that out there. My choice of the theme of the year is going to be peace, okay? So, Lord, sometimes your plans for me, throw me for a loop. I think I know what's up and then all of a sudden, Something happens that confuses me completely. I know that you are sovereign and you do all things in accordance with your divine plan. But when these unexpected changes happen in my family, I ask, how, Lord, will you work this out? The answer to what puzzles me is always this, to wait, watch, and listen Wait, watch, and listen. Now, you notice that the Lord says wait first because one of the uh, recurrent themes in the Bible is patience. If you trust in the Lord, then patience is a must. You must have patience. And if you can have patience in the Lord, then you need to have patience as a father. Just as God has patience in you, does he not? How many times have you said to yourself, Lord, why do you even put up with me? Why do you even put up with me? You must have patience. And if you have patience with God, then you have to have patience as a parent as well. Easier said than done, Jeremy. I know some of us learned a lot these past few years. You are correct. Very much easier said than done. Very much. You are 100% correct. I would not argue with you there. Wait, watch, and trust. Your sovereignty isn't my enemy. It's my friend. Lord, I therefore trust you to work out for my good and the good of my kids. Every seeming interruption to my own plans, I give you charge of my life, every bit of it. Now, when you do that, folks, when you let God, Jesus, take out those bricks out of that backpack. Remember we talked about that? Well, what happens is, is all of those things that are coming your way, oh, yeah, bad things coming. in three, when it rains, it pours, all those things that are coming your way, if you know how to give them to God, if you truly know how to just trust, wait, watch, listen, all of that, well, then peace will come to you. You will be able to enjoy your dad time, your mom time, your husband time, your wife time, your family time, no matter what is going on on the outside of those walls. Now, I know that a house is t- physically only four walls and a roof, but you, we've talked about it when, we've, uh, uh, when we were sponsored by Home Title Lock. Your home is so much more than that. Your home is your sanctuary. You are sovereign in your home with the Lord. That is why it's so important to keep the Lord at the center of your family, because no matter what is going on in the world outside those physical walls, when you're at home, if you have Jesus then peace is in your family. And you can take that time that you're with your family and make the best of it, meaning quality over quantity. You might not be able to spend 10 hours a day with your kid. Maybe you can. Most people can't. But if you can spend two hours a day with your kids and that time is uh, full of quality time because you're able to have peace, folks, that's the only only thing that's going to give you that quality time with your children is peace you 've got to be able to shut it off you 've got to be able to unplug trust me, I am plugged into this constantly in order to do this job three shows a day. I have to be plugged in constantly, but when I am with my children, I pray so very much. pray so very much for God to be able to just repel all of it. Let me just not think of any of it. Now let me not think of the news, let me not think of uh, of the show, the podcast, the network, the hosts, anything. Just let me be at peace. And not think of any of that. And the only way you're going to achieve that peace is with God. That's it. You cannot achieve peace outside of God. And again, if you do achieve peace, you're going to achieve temporary peace. It's not everlasting. It's not long-lasting. It's not eternal. I'm talking eternal peace. Majogo says, when four or five things happen at the same time, it is important to get in the habit of tuning into God. And untuning out all the turmoil. That's correct. Because that's Satan trying to pile it on you. Piling it on you. Of the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Says Super Trucker. Amen. Amen. Peace in the midst of chaos. How many of you remember the one of the most famous Bible stories. Of Jesus and the disciples in the boat on the sea, and the sea was raging. The sea was raging, and the disciples were like, oh, Jesus, help us. Oh, we are, We're literally with the Son of God, the Son of Man. We are with our peace right here. We're with our protection. Jesus is in this boat with us. We are truly, truly wrapped in an armor of God, and yet they still freak out what was Jesus doing Jesus was sleeping Jesus was sleeping partly because Jesus was so absolutely exhausted from the walking and, and, and preaching and teaching and healing he was exhausted he needed that sleep what allowed him to be able to sleep in a boat? while the sea was trying to literally devour them. What could possibly have caused Jesus to sleep? Do you think it's because he was that dead tired? No. Peace allowed Jesus to sleep. Now, LaCille says this is her first rise up. Thank you for being here. I know it's early. God bless you. We open our arms up and we welcome you to rise up. Peace allowed Jesus to sleep during that storm. And when Jesus woke up and he saw everybody in disarray, he said, what are you doing? Where is your peace? Where is your trust and faith in the Lord? And when he said, stop, the winds listened to him. Peace allowed Jesus that time to sleep, afforded him that time precious sleep and rest that he needed. Folks, this show is growing every day. We just passed a thousand people watching here on Rumble. Now, I'm not sure if we're on the front page or not, but it doesn't matter because just like God brought the uh, animals two by two to Moses, God will bring the people to this podcast. God will bring the people to this network because of this show specifically. And this show, Rise Up, is far more important than Alive from America, Unafraid, Moody with Isabella, Wrong Think with Anna Perez, Loud Majority. It is far more important than all of them put together. And that is why we start this network out every day with God. Because without God, we have no peace. And if we have no peace, how do you expect us to fight on the battlefield, on the spiritual battlefield, and the political battlefield daily and simultaneously? We couldn't do that. Miranda Dolan says, even the winds and the waves obey him. That is so true. That is so true. Somebody said, we are on God's front page. It doesn't matter if we're on Rumble's front page. We're on God's front page. That is the greatest line of the day. It doesn't matter if we're on the front page of Rumble. We're on God's front page. And is there any better front page to be on than that? Huh? We are rumbling in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of that, smash that Rumble button. Bad Moon says, but rise up is a perfect way to start today. Oh, it is. It is. Welcome to all the new folks. Okay, now we're going to go to our new book, which I'm so excited to have. This book is called The Bible Promise Book for morning and evening. And I always like to show it because a lot of people want to see the book. I'm not going to keep it up there forever because you have the thing called the pause button, which you could easily pause and you could screenshot or take a picture of it. But there it is. Now, Katie 63 says, this is the best way to start the day. Need the armor of God put on every morning. And I think that's why God has us doing this. I really do. That's why God has us doing this. Here we go. Today, remember, keeping in mind, everyone is searching and seeking and looking for peace. Everybody's looking for peace. Today, this devotion is tied, titled Eternity. And that's what we're looking for, right? Eternal peace. Lori says we are on editor pick this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times has Rumble... Put us on the front page for Rise Up, but not live from America. What does that tell you? And like I said before, for everybody who's watching or listening for the first time, can you imagine YouTube putting up a show about God on their front page as a featured video to the world? They would never do that. Why? Because YouTube is run by Satan. Rumble has no shame in their game. This is the fourth time now they have had Rise Up, a show about God on their front page. If that is not God with us, I don't know what is. So happy. Eternity. Here we go. And this is why we should be rumbling. This is why we should be giving all our love to rumble and all our appreciation because they're doing things that they're taking steps that no other platform would take. John 5, 24. I love this verse. Very truly, I tell you, or verily, I say to you, you might have heard it that said that way. Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. From death to life. I want to thank all the Rumble Rants coming in as well. Rumble Rants keep this show going, so thank you. Isaiah 46.10 says, Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. Eternity is now. It starts with the realization that your salvation has granted you a never-ending story. A life without end. A life without end. Imagine. Sure, you'll leave this earth at some point. But you'll carry on as a child of God with him forever and ever. God, help me live each day with an eternal focus. Amen. Amen. W.L. Steele or W.I. Or w. Steele, Wisconsin Steel says, Shout out to Rumble. YouTube would never do this. They would never allow this to happen. So for all the new people watching this faith-based and morning show, we start out our day every day giving uh, love and glory to God. All glory goes to God. The rest of the day is political. But we start to show out like this. So if you're new here, please do me a favor of subscribing to this channel. There are shows all day, if you can see, on our main page. There's upcoming shows all day, okay? Subscribe to this channel. Rumble this video and share it with your friends. What an appropriate reading. I'm crying right now, said Victoria. Victoria, we love you and praying for you too. LFA producer in the chat says, welcome to all new viewers. Please hit that rumble button for the show. Thank you. And thank you to our LFA producer. Without him, we could not do the show the way we do it. Not this show, not to not live from America. None of the shows here on LFA TV. It's truly a blessing to have him. It truly is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on. The next book that we're going to read from, hold on here. There it is, is Heaven 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Now, folks, all of these devotional books, except for one, are sent to me by you. When, 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 when Trump says to us, This is our campaign, not my campaign. Well, how long have I been saying this is a network powered by the people? This is your network. It's almost like an employee-owned company. You guys not only fund this, but you worship with me by sending me material that God wants me to read back to the LFA family. Truly is remarkable. With the Lord. 1 Thessalonians four thirteen through 18. Now, by the way, our verse of the day also comes from Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 4:13 through 8 or 4:14 4, says for we believe that Jesus died and rose again and we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep with him so all those who have already passed away in the name of God same thing and same with you that is what the everlasting life means folks everyone wants to know that what heaven will be like and over the past several years a spate of books have promised to tell them these books that claim to provide firsthand accounts of the afterlife have encouraged many, but I'll limit my words to what we find in Scripture because as we spoke about yesterday, folks, if it is not the Word of Scripture, Jesus Christ, or Old, or, or Old Testament Scripture, the Word of God, if it's anything added to or taken away from, then it needs not your attention. Then it needs not your attention. Now, it is fine to watch shows like mine and others who tell you their life as they experience Christianity. But if they're teaching out of something, it must always go back to scripture. Not because so-and-so said so, and because Susie dated Timmy and told Johnny about Jimmy, okay? Opinion and life experiences and testimonies are fine. But if you are going to teach a lesson, it must be rooted in Scripture, period. And if you cannot point those who you are fellowshipping with to Scripture when you're trying to teach or preach something to them, then you might as well have just closed your mouth from the very beginning. Amen? Amen. Luke 23, 23, 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8, Philippians 1, 21 through, through 23, and 1 Thessalonians 4 13, 14. And you'll discover that one thing Scripture says about heaven is that it is where it is where we are with the Lord. It is where we are with the Lord. This is enough because the presence of the Lord is what makes heaven, heaven. Why wasn't Lazarus upset when Jesus raised him from the dead? Why didn't he complain? I think he may have been glad to come back to life because Jesus was there. Wow. What a way to look at it, right? What a way to look at it. Jesus was there. Lazarus's house is in uh, in Bethany had become a corner of heaven at that moment. We get another glimpse of heaven in Revelation 6, 9 through 11, where John writes of the the martyred saints shouting to the Lord, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? They're not suffering, for they've been delivered from the grasp of sin. But they aren't entirely satisfied either. As great as it is to be a a disembodied soul in heaven, there's something even better to be a whole person living on earth. To be a whole person living on earth. What does that mean? What could that possibly mean? I think you know what it means. To be one with God here. In the flesh, one with God. Married into one body. Like a wife and a husband wow wow and so these saints pray for the return of jesus and the resurrection of their bodies let's join them in john's closing prayer of scripture amen come lord jesus revelation twenty 20. they're in heaven without their bodies right now only when jesus comes back do we everybody is united in body and spirit truly remarkable what a what a thing to read i want to go to the uh i want to go to the comment thread here while i sip on some coffee here rumble dog says a whole person hand in hand with god amen amen healing prayers for shelly rose get better for soon amen healing prayers for shelly New Testament has the best chain of custody of the religious book. If it don't come from the New Testament, it is not the word of God. And I always say, it's something Ray Comfort says. If you really want to explain the Bible to somebody, the Old Testament is God's promise of death, uh, to destroy death. And the New Testament tells us how he did it. 456 rumbles. Keep them coming. Jeremy, asking for prayers for my friend Cheryl. Friends, since we were 14, she's dying. End of stage cancer. She will not let me see her. Well, let's do that right now. Lord and Heavenly Father. Lord and Heavenly Father, nobody on this planet knows what somebody goes through in the last moments of their life. We pray and hope that they are found as they've been led astray their whole life. We pray that they are one with you. And if not, that they are found in the last moments of their life here on earth so that they may experience life with you and one day all of us together body and soul united we pray for cheryl we pray that she allows love and, and compassion to come into her heart in her last moments of life in jesus name amen i want to read something from tazzy lady tazzy lady let's go back tazzy lady says this just thinking about this last night because both of my parents died in 2020 and I wondered if they were in spirit or hide a body or in have, I was just thinking about this. This is so weird. Well, none of them have the bodies that they will have one day. Not yet anyway. Not yet anyway. For those who find me, find life and receive favor from the Lord. Now again, ladies and gentlemen. If the title of today's show is Everyone is Looking for Peace, and that includes the people in heaven who still don't have their bodies yet because Jesus has not come back yet to cast his judgment on the whole of earth, then that means that everybody, past and present, outside of Jesus himself and God, is searching for peace. So, how can that not be the theme of this year? And again, I did not read these books prior to the verse of the day, which I titled, Everyone is Looking for Peace. Truly remarkable. The next book that we're going to go to, folks, is One Year with Jesus in the Gospels. Let me hold this up so you guys can see this. One Year with Jesus in the Gospels info uh Infowars tom says he's got to go to the gym okay brother have a good day we love you man god bless and be safe out there okay all right january 6 year of our lord 2022 luke 126 through 38 talks about nothing is impossible but more specifically luke 137 says for with god nothing shall be impossible Now, my favorite verse of the Bible, Philippians 4.13, which you can find if you go to jeremyherald.com and which you can also find on my Jesus Calling t-shirt. Hold on. Just one second here. Just one second. Hold on. This is a t-shirt that you can get on jeremyharold.com right now. It says, Jesus Calling, Decline or Accept, right? But if you notice, right there on the top, right here on the top, it says the time. It looks like a cell phone. It's made to look like a cell phone, obviously, right? But if you look here at the top, it says 413 is the time. Well, that is referencing... My friends, that is referencing Philippians 4.13. That's what that's referencing. With Christ, all things are possible. So let's get back into that. I just had to show you that. Again, jeremyherald.com is where you can get that. And it's a wonderful shirt to wear out in public. I'll tell you that. Because everybody looks at it. Everybody. Jesus is calling. Are you going to decline or are you going to accept? I have a feeling that everybody watching this show would accept, right? Right? All right, here we go. If we just believe this, how different would our lives be? From birth, we are trained to know our limitations. You can't have this. Don't touch that. Don't put things in your mouth. You can't touch fire. On and on and on the list goes. As we grow up, it's actually a sign of maturity to recognize our limitations and learn to live within them. There are limits to everything. It's a fact of life. However, God has no limits. God has no limits. When we enter into a realm of the supernatural, we have to take off the limits. We have to renew our minds with the truth that God is not like us. He can do anything. He can do anything. We have an awesome God whose power is so great that we can't even comprehend it. He created the universe and it didn't even tax his ability. Yet many times we find ourselves wondering if our situation is too hard for the Lord. We can't see how even God can pull us through it. The Lord said to Jeremiah, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, 37, in case you want to know. The answer is a resounding no, capital letters, exclamation point. The only thing that limits God is our unbelief. Just like the only thing that gives power to Satan is us giving him power. The only thing that limits God is you, and the only thing that gives power to Satan is you. Do you see how much power you have? Do you see much power God's given you? Why do you think Jesus said, you will go on to be more powerful and do greater things than me? Thank you, Tim and Gina, for the $5 Rumble Rant donation to help keep this network going. God bless you and we love you. And if you have not liked the video yet, please do so now. Please do so now. Today, let's honor God by believing that nothing is too difficult for him. Nothing. Not Brunson versus Alma Almeida, uh, Alma Adams uh, in Supreme Court today. Not what's going on in the House of Representatives. Not uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Nothing is impossible for God. God can do anything He wants when He wants. So if it doesn't happen on your time, stop crying and complaining. Stop worrying and being anxious. Wait, watch, trust, pray. Fight, pray, repeat. Being a human is amazing. It's wonderful. Understanding who created you to be this is even more wonderful. And worshiping the one who created you to give you and be this is the most wonderful thing of all time. Next to Jesus taking away all the punishment that you deserve. Happy birthday, E. Erickson. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, E. Erickson. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much, Cindy Luhu, for the $20. She goes, I got a small bonus at work and I wanted to send some of the continuation of the LFA TV. Well, you are a blessed and a wonderful person. I love you. Thank you very much. Prayers to the J6 prisoners. Yes. Yes. The ad with Obama's yacking head under Jeremy's podcast window is so disconcerting. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't have any control over that. The next book we're going to go to, folks, as we are now 45 minutes past the hour, is Every Day with Jesus. This might be my favorite book that I have every morning outside the Bible, obviously. That's great, Amanda. That's really great. I just read your comment. This book was sent to me by my wonderful friends in Virginia, Sam and Linda Majaya, and everybody at Liberty University, I love you all, you're great people, I enjoyed my visit there, and I hope to come back to Liberty University one day soon. But ladies and gentlemen, let's read from my favorite, outside the Bible anyway, my favorite book of the morning devotion, get to the right page here, and that is Every Day with Jesus. Jesus. Matthew 2.16, standing for what is right. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew all of the children that were in Bethlehem and in the coasts thereof for two, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Matthew 2.16, Satan Satan was the real motivator behind Herod's actions. Ever since God first prophesied that a seed of a woman would bruise his head, Satan had been seeking to find and destroy this seed, Genesis 3.15. That seed, of course, was Jesus, our Lord and Savior. It appears Satan is able to perceive when God is making a major move in the earth. In the days when Moses was born, Satan moved Pharaoh to kill all male children of the Israelite slaves. After Jesus was born, Satan motivated Herod to kill all male children in Bethlehem. No doubt he was seeking to eliminate this seed, the one who was going to bruise his head and strip him of all power and authority. I want to stop right there before I move on. Does anybody ever Has anybody ever sat down? Has anybody ever sat down and realized the, compar- the, the, the similarities between Jesus and Moses? Both were hidden away in Egypt at a young age. Both ended up leaving Egypt. Both ended up leading people to the promised land. Both were hunted. Since birth. So many similarities between Jesus and Moses, folks. Once again, today we see children being slaughtered. Wow. That just hit me. That just hit me hard. Once again, today we see children being slaughtered this time it is through abortion the seed has already come and is multiplying himself in every born again believer so Satan is trying to kill people before they can be born and then born again Wow Wow he is also attacking our youth in unprecedented ways, through violence and suicide, so they can't be saved again or born again. It is possible, he thinks, that this generation will bring Jesus back. Is it possible? Is that why he is fighting so hard? Does he understand that Jesus might be coming back in this generation? Is he in desperation mode, trying to put off his doom by destroying this generation? Could that be possible, ladies and gentlemen? Could that be possible? What a way to look at it. Jesus is heading up and spearheading abortion and the attack on our children because he's trying to prevent more and more people from being born again so that he can delay his doom. Is that possible? I think very much so, folks. Today, we need to have enough spiritual perception to recognize that what is happening to our children and youth is an indication of great struggle in the spiritual realm. While we pray, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus, we must also stand for what is right. How will we seek peace when so many people are killing helpless babies. It is impossible. Why do you guys think I said there is no way to make America great again, unless we make America godly again. And there's no way to make America godly again until we at least as a whole look at him and promise him that we will not allow the senseless killing of babies at a federal level. And now we beat that. And now it's time to go and beat it at a state level. The only way that we are going to seek what we want to see in this country, socially, culturally, and politically is if we, if we do what we need to do spiritually. I've said it a thousand times, and everybody said to me during that fight of Roe v. Wade, would you stop with the abortion stuff? Stop with the abortion stuff. Stop with the abortion stuff. Even President Trump was 100% wrong last week, uh, spiritually anyway. Politically, he was right. Spiritually, he was wrong when he scolded Republicans for their stance on abortion. No, I stand with Jesus. No man, that says a baby should be killed at any age, shall I stand with at least on that topic? No way, no how. If we truly wanna make America great again, then we need to make America godly again and stop the senseless killing of our babies. Do you agree? Rumble and share the video if so, as we get into Jesus Listens. My Lord, help me to thank you for everything, including my problems. As soon as my mind gets snagged on a difficulty, I need to bring that matter to you with thanksgiving. Then I can ask you to show me your way to handle this situation. The very act of thanking you frees my mind from its negative focuses. As I turn my attention to you, my difficulty fades in significance and loses its power to trip me up. You guide me to deal with the problem in the most effective way either facing it head on or putting it aside for later consideration. Most of the situations that entangle my mind are not today's concerns. I borrowed them from tomorrow, next week, next month, or even next year. When this is the case, please lift up, lift the problem from my thought and deposit it into the future, veiling it from my eyes. Then draw my attention back to your presence in the present where I can enjoy your peace. Right there. Where I can enjoy your peace. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I did not title today's show before I read these books. God is with us on this podcast. God is with us on this network. God is with each and every one of you and with me. Emmanuel. God is with us. And as God is with us, we are ambassadors of Christ and as people search and seek peace, we are going to be that light that shows them the way. You are going to be that light that shows them the way. Amanda Collins, JL Jazz, Freebirds, God bless you and thank you. Ray Friesen, Dale Dock, Pearl Six, Tim and Gina, Carol the Cowgirl. You are going to show people to peace. We lost our youth's morality when we were allowed When we allowed social media into our homes. Amen. So let's get to this morning's uh, verse of the day. Titled, Everyone is Looking for Peace. Another week has gone by here on earth, which means that we are one week closer to going home to heaven. I know a lot of people who would say, well, that's weird, a weird way of looking at it. But that has always been our final destination. So while I'm not looking forward to death, I am looking forward to life. Today, I pray for peace in our lives. So many of us want peace. So many of us live a life of anxiety, regret, and or fear, and we're hoping for peace. Peace is available to everyone in every circumstance, but not everyone knows where to look. And if they do, most still have a hard time finding it, even when they do look for it. Let's talk about that today. Verse of the day comes from 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times, in every way. The Lord be with you all. Ladies and gentlemen, my vote for the theme of 2023 is peace. I will kindly, right now, be taking your vote here on Rumble. So please put it in the comment thread. We have exactly three minutes left before we need to finish this show and wrap it up. So please, in the comment uh, section on Rumble, no matter where you're watching, maybe come back and and put it in the comment section if you want want a, a voice in this. My vote for the theme of 2023 is peace. I am now taking requests as I have it up on the big screen right now for everyone to see. Those watching on Roku, Fire Stick, Digital TV, whether you're watching on the app, you can ever, you could see everybody's vote. Again, mine here is peace. Let's see what you guys are all going to say. Thanks, everyone. Peace it is, says InfoWars. Thought you were going to the gym. I find peace. Peace. I like peace. Rise up, faith. Peace. Peace. Victory. Faith. Gratitude. I like those two. Victory. Revival. I like that one. I like the theme, rise up. Peace. Peace. Revival. So far, peace and revival are out in front, folks. Peace, restoration. That's a good one. Peace and love. Peace, love, and harmony. There you go. Peace, peace, peace. Peace is the world. Peace. Theme, rise up. Peace. Heavenly victory. Freedom. But peace is great, too. Peace, peace. Restoration, another for restoration. Peace comes with faith. Peace, 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 peace. A lot of peace. It looks like, ladies and gentlemen, overwhelmingly, peace is going to be the theme of 2023. So as I leave you today and I say there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring peace into 2023 because It says so much about everything. I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in with a little Who I Am by Ben Filler. God bless each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you. Loud Majority is coming up today. Uh, Next, it's their last show together, so you guys aren't going to want to miss it. Followed up by yours truly live from America. I love you. God bless you. Have a great morning. And peace.